0: Oh, bop really it helped. twist it spin it exit hmm. it's amigos episode 375 hi everybody welcome to amigos i'm john and i'm aaron and today aaron we're going to be talking about exit Woo. Have you ever have you ever been in a situation Aaron where you had to make for the exit?
1: Oh man. You got that right. Many times. <laughs> I'll give you an example because yeah, it's fresh in my mind. We went to went to a party one time. It was actually right down on Main Street, right? And it was about it's this dude's house. I didn't know that good, but he's a friend of a friend. And I'm sitting there on, on Main my, Street? On Main Street. Where does he live it's on It's near Main Street? Main Street. It's like Mesa oh. Manor or somewhere like oh, that. Oh yeah, I
0: know Mesa Manor. So
1: I'm, I'm there with my buddy Beasley, and Beasley's the coolest guy in town. Just he's a like a ninja. He's chill, he's the one with the hair chill. transplants, right? No, he's a, he's got a great head of hair. Just a regular oh, okay. guy. So we're sitting in there, and we're watching Muhammad Ali documentary. All right, and there's a party going on, but the party's made up of a bunch of dorks, and one of the dorks' parents own the house, right? Mm. And so they're like, they're like, listen, this the geek tells us, listen, my parents don't know about having this party. So if you like see him roll up, like give me the high sign. And we're like, all right. I didn't know this guy. So we're sitting in there, and all of a sudden the door opens and this huge man walks in. And I'm like, oh. He goes, Hello. He goes, Have you seen my son? And I go, Yeah, he's way in the back there. He goes, Okay, thank you. And then he walked in the back and me and Beasley jetted out the front door. That's the last I saw that guy. Another story, I was at another party. This is up near the hospital. Uh Lots of We like this place because there were lots of good-looking chicks at this party and, and some uh, beverages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We're all inside the house. Now, we knew the kid whose dad owned that house was a big, drunken scumbag. Everybody hated him. He's a real super mean guy. And we were, like, scared of this guy. So we're in the house uh, doing our thing, and all of a sudden, he pulls up, right? And so we're all in the kitchen. There's no way to get out the front door because he's there, Right. So we had to jump off the deck of this house. Oh my god, that sucked! And I did a triple lindy into the dirt, and I, and, and my landing <laughs> was not the worst, by the way. Uh, but that was another one. Uh, the old I've had I've been to several parties back in the high school days that were uh what were not planned well. Let's just put it that way. And you had to <laughs> make a hasty hasty exit. What about you? Did you ever have anything like that?
0: Well, you know, uh, there's one there's one time we were. This is a college story. Um, my buddy Tom and I were sitting there and, you know, this is your typical college party. There's, uh, everybody's drinking, everybody's having a good time, but Tom and I were absolutely addicted to golf on the Nintendo entertainment system. We were roommates and we Geeky would go roommates. home. We would go home every day and we would play round after round of golf on the NES. Yeah. And, uh, and we're sitting there we've been at this party for a while. And I was like, you know what, Tom? I want to play some golf right now. And he's like, yeah, golf. And so we got up to leave. And as we get up to leave, these two girls walk in, buxom uh, women of the college age, mm-hmm. holding jello shots. Mm-hmm. They give us the jello shots. And they're like, you guys don't need to leave. Just stick around. You know, we're like, sorry, ladies, we got to go. <laughs> we went back and we played golf. And it wasn't until much later that we realized the stupidity of our actions.
1: Yeah that's that's no good that's a yeah. that's a bad story for you boat it is it <laughs> that's is. that's a poor you never had to evacuate a place like in a hurry though or, like to, you were getting chased out by somebody
0: I don't you know it's funny I'm what did your mom call you growing up freak magnet? Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't really hang with that kind of crowd where I would have to make those kind of exits. Now I will say that they make for excellent stories, like the one where the guy's butt was hanging out of the window as he was trying to leave the apartment and stuff, or <laughs> well, the, no, the house. You
1: talk about that? That was out, believe it or not, that was out at uh, Cow Creek or somewhere. That we all left. That's another one where the dad came home. That was actually the same house that we jumped off the balcony. Oh, okay. Yeah, my buddy was in the back with his girlfriend, and they were in that dude's bed, by Mm. the way. I'm sure they were just talking about politics and whatnot. But, yeah, he came home, and so they had to get out the door there uh, quick quick as a hiccup. And so uh, my buddy jumped out the window, and then he tried to catch the chick, and she just nose-dove like a lawn dart, which was great. That was good. The one you might also be thinking about is the time where my buddy tried to get his girlfriend out of the house without the mom knowing.
0: I think this is what and I he, was thinking of. Yes. And
1: she came outside and watched him pull her out of the window. When he saw <laughs> her, he tried stuffing her back in. Like that would help. That was also glorious. A lot of dumb times back in the day. Do you,
0: I mean, would you, speaking of the, the the former example you gave, yeah, would you would you approve necessarily of uh, getting to know a female in your parents' bed? That seems icky to me.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be no good. Plus if yeah. you if you're an angler, there's other places, you know. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to see and also that's incredibly risky <laughs> yeah. for a bunch of reasons. So no, that's but listen, I knew a lot of icky people, boat. Still do.
0: <laughs> All right, Aaron. Well, speaking of icky people, let's talk about this week's Amiga News. <laughs> Amiga News. <Campbell> All right, Aaron, our first story this week comes to us from uh, a uh, our friend Ravi, Ravi Abbott. He is he icky pub-
1: boat? He is, he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's the least <laughs> icky
0: person I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Ravi has published a new video, and you know, Ravi, of all the people that I know, and of course we know, every pretty much everybody that's knowledgeable about the amiga we have some sort of contact with
1: oh yeah we know them all
0: (laughs) ravi is by far the most knowledgeable person about uh the history of the amiga the amiga software and uh you know he's he might not necessarily be a programmer but as far as the history and everything that can be done with an amiga ravi is an endless font of information Mm. And he's published this video about weird and obscure computer operating systems for the Amiga. Now, Aaron, the first one of these, and this is not a joke, the first one of these is called POS. Yes,
1: (laughs) I've heard of this.
0: In what world was this a good idea?
1: Well, it does get you off to a rough start. There's no doubt about that. What's the P stand for, Boat? I, I, yeah I, I i don't know
0: I, he, ravi does talk about it but i've already forgotten but anyway he he takes you through and this actually pos it actually looks really cool it was i i think it was only available in beta form it was never officially fully released uh but then it, he goes into amiga unit unix uh he talks about scale loss uh he talks about amiga os xl um, you know, I watched this whole thing mostly because I'm a big fan of Ravi's smooth delivery, but also yeah. because it was very informative. Uh, and Ravi taught you can he, you know, there's some presenters. They do a good job of pretending they're not reading off a script. Yeah. Ravi. I think he does all of this off the cuff. I mean, he's so natural with his delivery. Yeah. And when you, when you listen to him, it's just like he's talking to you. Yes. I highly recommend you check out his channel. His channel is just called Formula Formula, Aaron. And uh, you can check out this Beyond Amiga OS video.
1: You know, it's funny because you know, of course, Formulas is like DJ in name. Yeah. It, so someone come over here to check out some sweet tunes. <laughs> it's like the downfall of Amiga, <laughs> the operating systems. I'd be like, what's going on here? So <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's why he's so smooth, man. Because he's been seasoned, he's been honed under the fires of live DJ action. After that, you can just get on the camera and say anything. People buy. That's it. True. So that's true.
0: That's true. Now, Aaron, our next video, one of my most uh, anticipated videos of the year, this is the 10-minute Amiga Retrocast AmiWest 2020-22 report. My I 20... did a couple extra years in there. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is your full recap. Lots of people uh, wanted to go to AMI West, but weren't able to make it because yeah. of location, money reasons. So, you know, like the us. State of the We'd go to this, wouldn't we? That's right. Doug takes you there. He gives you a basically a 10-minute rundown before he takes you into the action of what happened. And uh, this looks like, you know, a really really fun time. Um of course there were tons and tons of people there that were a uh, me in in the Amiga scene. RJ Michael was there. Uh, the Tim Jens, Tim Jensen I think is his name. Now Aaron, does the name Kiki Stockhouse eimer son mean anything to you
1: she was in uh, one of the new tech uh, yeah people. she uh, yeah, i know i I'd know never her. heard
0: of her before but apparently she was a big deal so oh, yeah she showed up unannounced She's a girl
1: that uses the amiga that i think that, that is a i think
0: i well you know after looking at the rest of the footage here i believe that she might have been the only one in attendance so uh <laughs> This is, uh, but listen, man, uh, Doug does a fantastic job giving you a rundown of all the people, all of the exhibits that were there. Plus, he talks about the banquet, uh, the talk that Tim is doing, his new endeavors. Uh, pretty, pretty cool thing. And, of course, this was not just an Amiga show. There were lots of Commodore products here. There was even an Atari ST. In the house, yeah. He he
1: took time to badmouth it and bury it. By the way, yeah, yeah. You know they had a they had a ZX Next there. I was surprised uh, that, and also they had the uh, as someone mentioned the Mega sixty five. Those ain't cheap, brother. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, yeah. and
0: of course we also have to mention our good friend Eric Nelson who was in attendance, as well as uh, Tech Mage and I two Scooby from the Discord. They were all in the house. Oh, I didn't know. I
1: didn't. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Where's your reports, boys?
0: Yeah, yeah. Look so at that thing. Hold uh make smoke. sure you check this out. Thirty five minutes long and yeah. well worth watching every minute.
1: Yeah, Doug did a good job. You get you get a little flavor of the show, not just the pictures. Plus, you know, is it just me? I mean, we sort of We've seen the Amy West video for a couple of years. And I thought to myself, man, this is a, this is a pretty low. Uh, there's not a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. And, but this year it looks like it's like uh cob decks or something. There's a yeah. ton of people there. Yeah. And well, big, you bring big in RJ Michael,
0: you bring in the new tech team. Yeah. You're going to draw. You're going to draw. Is that
1: how it works?
0: That's how it works. That's why we drew at Boat Fest. Yeah, we brought did, in you. We didn't
1: have those guys. <laughs> Can you imagine what would RJ Michael's uh, do at Boat Fest? What? Did, uh,
0: he probably just he'd sit in the corner and drink. He might. He might, <laughs> you he might play there. your virtual pinball machine. That's
1: true. Very good, valid point.
0: Yeah. All right, Aaron. We move on now to a technical story. You can now bootstrap your Amiga without a floppy with this one weird trick. Yeah. At first, I thought this was total spam because of its title, but it turns out this is actually a legitimate article. Uh this is a, uh, a, a something that you can do. You actually manipulate one of the ports on the back. Uh, to trick the system into booting without a boot disk, without a floppy disk. So, um uh, Aaron, is this something that you know and or care about?
1: I didn't know about it. I don't care that much about it, to be honest with you. I do like this site. I don't know if you all, you go to Hackaday.
0: Mm-hmm. I've it's been a, there. I
1: think it's a pretty crazy stuff on here. This is kind of neat, just the way they did it. On the flip side, he says, "Unlike the C64, we probably won't be seeing brand new replica Amigas anytime soon." All contraire, I don't agree with that. I'd say, mm. you're, I'd say you've already seen a replica Amigas. Well, <laughs> so I want to say, say that, yeah, something.
0: I, I want to say that the, the, this guy. I'm not exactly sure why he's. Uh, well, I think what he's talking about maybe is like the Mega sixty five, that sort of a thing. Uh, and I, I don't think because of all of the different rights holders and things that, that have to do with the replicating the chips and things like that. I don't know that we're going to see a, you know, a full size replica Amiga made with off oh, like the shelf 66- parts.
1: No, I don't think, but I don't think that would make any And none of these Mega 65s or ZX Next, none of these things are, I mean, they've all got, uh, you know, they've all got FPGAs in them you know Mm -hmm. so i mean i guess that's off a shelf it's a real high expensive shelf that i can't reach anymore but it's there (laughs) way up there
0: now aaron uh this next bit of news is probably the most exciting news of the week oh man so sorry stories that follow this story you lose (laughs) um burial Um, this is uh the amy game jam is launching today or actually it launched a couple days ago this one's sponsored by, or this one is themed sword and sorcery. Ooh, okay. I like it. Uh, this is, of course, a brand new creation contest for developers from around the world to develop some new games for both classic OCS and AGA Amigas and next gen Amigas. So, Aaron, the the entries are already starting to flood in. Uh, Indie Retro News has been uh, buried under a deluge of of new titles. We're not going to talk about all these because they're very they're very much in their early stages. But there's a Bomberman clone that's being developed. There's a new Frogger clone that looks really cool. Mm. Uh, as these things come along more and they are released, we'll cover them in depth uh, on on the on the news segment. But uh, definitely head over to Indie Retro News and check out the full scoop on on the uh, next amy game jam this thing is uh it's super exciting because it gives people a reason to pursue the projects that they might have in the back of their head they people just need a reason sometimes you know yeah
1: yeah listen this thing, this thing uh created a lot of really good uh, games last year i love this thing we love this stuff and this is you know a few years ago we were complaining uh, that there was nothing really that interesting coming out for the Amiga. And now, like, the floodgates are open, which is yeah. great. It's I'm glad we're here. Now it's time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, our next story, Aaron, is about one of those games, a game that was just released this past week. This is Neo Noir. This is a cyberpunk-style adventure game, Ooh. Aaron. This oh, thing, yeah. man, this looks Fantastic. Uh- uh, this is a combination uh, point-and-click adventure and visual novel games. There's going to be a lot of text to read uh, and a lot of dialogue to go through. But man, when you look at the uh, the, the graphics in this thing, they are off the charts in terms of their – I don't know if you call this – it's sort of like – it's pixel art, but it's almost like photorealistic pixel art, don't you think?
1: This looks like if like NeuroMancer and one of the Tex Murphy games had a child. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I c- caught a little bit of this the other day. I was, I was just flipping through some news you know now uh this looks this looks pretty good it also kind of reminds me of that weird vampire game we played a couple years yes ago last year. absolutely the i believe that was called
0: generation yeah no, x no
1: it's, you always make that mistake it wasn't that that's the that's that isometric game
0: what's the game with the big with the guys the guy's profile takes up half the screen
1: so that yeah, that was another one don't you remember okay. the vampire one has that great opening where they where he gets bit. That was so funny. (laughs) But uh, this looks good. Maybe art looks like is net this, thank you duncan this is a net. game where you made lame lame origi or whatever and painted <laughs> it. look at this art you're you caught it it's all it looks like photos to me i don't think i think it is photos boat
0: and get this Aaron. Uh, you can go on over to itch uh this is steam yeah. to purchase this thing and when i say purchase i mean name your own price Holy so you can smokes. download it Are you kidding me? check it out if you like it throw the guy a couple bucks i love this pricing format yeah. because it's a try before you buy type deal
1: so this know? thing if this thing is currently available to par- like i could play this tonight if i wanted you could
0: to. play this tonight
1: holy smokes Where i can't did we hear about this before today yes i don't, I, I don't remember uh level dealing? lord
0: level lord's already bought it i believe pixels has already bought it so this thing is flying off the metaphorical shelves
1: well, that's good those guys are they're good taste Hey, Takeshi's news. This is yeah, this looks like a winner. Excellent work. I love it. I love it. Looks like it's right up my alley, too.
0: Now, this next one, Aaron, reminds me of a classic episode of ARG Presents. Oh Lord. Remember old Fat Worm Blows a Sparky?
1: Yes. I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) How can you forget that one?
0: (laughs) Well, this is a game. Call this is now. This is a uh, this is this is not related to the game jam, this is just another game that's currently in development. It's a game called Capacitor's Revenge, Aaron. Oh man, and this is a new game where you have to stop all of the nasty caps from hurting your 68,000 CPU. <laughs> uh, Saberman has uh, put a game, uh, he's put a uh, thing out on this. This looks really cool. I want to check this out. Uh, I love the fact that they've used an A500 motherboard and uh it it, uh, it looks like a um how would you describe it this is a game where it's sort of like a tempest type game where you're you're circling around your 68000 ship oh, and yeah. there are enemies coming in um it looks cool uh, and uh, i believe that this one is also free this is it uh, say like
1: it's part of the game jam boat
0: Oh, yeah, it is. I, I take it back. This is part of that Amiga Blitz. I believe that this is the older, maybe this is the older game jam, not the one that was announced today. This, uh, because this one, this this game jam ended on September 1st.
1: This looks very clever, uh, Boat, uh, to look at it, what you're doing here. You're right. It is sort of like uh, Cosmic Arc or Tempest. Yeah, Cosmic or, Arc.
0: That's a good, or, that's a good.
1: Uh, awesome. You know, those games where you have to fight stuff off. I think that I think that's really neat, and the concept though it's real clever too. I, I think that's I think it's very clever, uh, what they've done here. So good for you. That's a very good idea. Very cute. Yeah, uh, I, I like it. Especially, and it's sort of funny if you're into the technical side of the Amiga. We should get uh, uh, Chris Edwards to play this and Frank. This guy, so they could probably have the last word on these capacitors, but
0: absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, we got a couple more game stories, Aaron. This one is called Ouija Nights. Oh, my. you guys were talking about the Ouija last week on uh Conversations from the Dark is this Side,
1: a, like the Ouija board. Is that what we're talking no. about? Oh.
0: Unfortunately, this is about this is, this is about as cool. far away, it's about as far away from the Ouija board as you can All get. Right. Uh, this is a new game for adults, it's 18 plus, Aaron. It's a
1: t- okay. Okay. Yeah. You got
0: a guide. There's a guy named Ned. and He's getting ready to have a boozy night out. Oh yeah.
1: This is booze uh, related. This game. Yeah.
0: Here is the here is the full game description. Guide our hero Ned through a boozy night out in Glasgow. Keep him Ah. in the zone to keep him out longer. If he gets too drunk or too sober, he'll have to go home. Sounds like me. Spend your cash wisely. Buy booze and food. Booze and food to enhance. To balance Ned's drunkenness and help him last the distance, uh, you got to watch out for the unsavory characters roaming the street as well. What do you think about this game, Aaron?
1: I wish I'd known about this before, uh, banned from YouTube. I'd already picked a game, <laughs> this would be great for that for the ARG this week. Well, it, I do enjoy the guy the way your guy walks around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know, I don't know what to make of this one, boat. That's a <laughs> hey.
0: this one. I really, you know, the I hope that the AGSC finds it within their hearts to select this for us. Because this looks cool. It looks cool. It's like a free roaming, isometric uh adventure game where you're just you're you're throwing down beverages, you're eating some uh you're eating some sausage rolls, uh, and you're you're out on a night on the town.
1: You know, me and me and the Brent played a game on a C sixty four a couple weeks uh it's been about a couple months ago where you played a guy who had to go around and keep his booze levels to a certain amount, eventually I, to get yeah, alco copter? No, not alco copter. This was on the C sixty four. Oh, this was something me and the Brent played, and mm. it was you actually walked around this town, and you were getting trying to keep your booze at a certain level and your food at a certain. Oh, level. Oh yeah, I remember that. that. Was New York robbed. City? That was
0: New York City, the Big Apple.
1: No, it wasn't that either. You're just spouting off random names. It's none of those things. I don't remember the name of it, but it was pretty. It was that's sort of what this reminds me of in a, in a weird way
0: yeah yeah so anyway the Ouija. Yeah. check them out Ouija Knights.
1: why is it called that boat
0: i think it's a scottish thing okay
1: fair enough then yeah
0: and our final game story of the week aaron this is uh black dawn techno mage we've talked about this for several weeks yeah. uh the third and final entry in the amiga the aga the black dawn saga yeah uh is now available uh, for purchase in both a on itch and the boxed edition uh, this oh, is a wow. dungeon crawler Man. game uh, with a sci-fi bent
1: <laughs> yeah uh,
0: this is a uh, they, we've talked about it before they made a lot of quality of life improvements over on this one including giving you some auto mapping and things like that yeah
1: that mapping so, goes uh, a long way right yeah there.
0: check this out uh you can pick this up here and it's very reasonably priced and like a lot of games that we've looked at these days they actually are realistic with their pricing ten dollars for the yeah. downloadable title that is i will pay 10 10 10 is 10 pounds i apologize but
1: i'll pay 10 pounds it's cheaper than 10 no, all day no, not long now but look at that look at yeah. the cool stuff you get the box version Now, now some of these yeah. games yeah but this one you got the mouse pad the coasters right you know you got the whole and you're coming in
0: you're coming in under 50 quid for this thing which for all the feelies plus the box edition yeah i'm in favor of this
1: yeah i like that stuff Hey, uh, before we move down the line on news, just a couple quick things I want to talk about. Uh, I caught some of Amiga Bill stream Sunday. Now we both love Bill. Uh, oh yeah, uh, he's so great. You know, he's King Dong of the Amiga world, right? And he had the new that new uh uh kung fu style game that just came out that we I think we previewed it. Yeah, a weeks kung, ago. the
0: Kung Fu Master, but it's called something else. Yeah, this McGeezer looked, did it.
1: This looked great. Okay, it looked really good. Uh, and so I've already tried to get a box copy. Well, they're all gone, but they're supposed mm. to re—they're uh, uh, supposed to uh, reissue some of those. But that looks like a winner, big time winner, because we both love Kung Fu, Devil's Temple. Thank you, Pixels and Don.
0: Uh, uh, we sp- do have some real-time feedback from Super Family King about Ouija's Night Out. Yeah, people from Glasgow are Glaswegians, or uh, commonly known as Ouija's. Oh,
1: look at that! That's the, that's what streaming's all about, right there. Mm-hmm. When people can make you feel less dumb. Um, I know. So, but anyway, check number one, check out Amiga Bill's uh, stream. It's up on his channel. You should check it out. It's really good. But he played. He did. He did play Devil's Temple. He also played uh, a new shooter that's coming out that looked really good. I mean, these were some top level games, Bo. Like way up here, the quality was off the charts. So it's exciting. It's an exciting time to uh, be in the Amiga. The good stuff's coming. We waited, waited, and the C64 was getting all that stuff. We we're like, eh. We're getting a couple things, but now the floodgates are open. We're getting this sub. Um, I love it.
0: Yeah, and speaking of getting you some, Aaron, mm. let's talk about RetroRewind.ca.
1: You know, speaking of games, Boat, I wanted to highlight this because this is something me and you, we're going to get ourselves into. You know, our good buddy Frank over at Retro Rewind. listen, you've we've talked about the fact that he'll recap your classic computers. That's an obvious one. We've talked about the fact that he'll sell you high-quality capacitor kits to do your own recapping that's mm-hmm. an obvious one he'll do all your repairs he'll do all that sort of things but he also sells some interesting stuff and i was i was looking at all these games coming out and i, I was looking at what he had along those lines and what he's got here boat is the amiga four player adapter a lot of people don't know that you could take one of these adapters stick it on any amiga including the uh, amiga 1000 and and you can play four-player games on the Amiga. And I looked at the list of these, and there's tons of them. I was stunned how many games there were, Boat. Really? And I don't mean like five. I mean like, you know, 20, 25 games, something like that. But wow. think more. Cool. And uh, this thing can be had for a song over at Retro Rewind. 15 bucks in stock uh, to get one of these things. I mean, yes, can you get uh, Amiga accelerators for Frank? Absolutely. You can get relocators for your ch- various chips on your various machines. You can get uh, breakout boards uh, for various uh, slots in your, in your big box Amigas. All this stuff's available from Frank because Frank is such a high-quality operator. You can trust him. Uh, ask anyone that's dealt with him. Uh, I've never heard a bad word when it comes to his service and his uh, speed of shipping is second to none. And on top of everything else, you can get a sweet deal if you uh, are a fan of the Amigos, can't you, Bode?
0: That's right. You load up your cart with goodies. Mm. Use the promo code AMIGOS10 at checkout. Make sure you sign into your account before you do this. And you will save 10% off the already obscenely low prices there over low. there on Frank's site. Mm. Uh, so... We appreciate Frank for offering this deal to uh, all of the Amiga community, and we also appreciate him for being an official sponsor of the Amigos.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, Aaron, it's time. Let's talk about Exit. (music) Exit.
1: Diddy, nice little ditty there in a boat.
0: Now, Aaron, before you even begin, as you looked at that guy's face on the loading screen, <laughs> yeah. where does he rank among the pantheon of dopey Amiga mascots? I
1: think he's actually not bad. He's not bad. I mean, we've seen far worse than this yes. guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, plus he happens to be in a game where you have to be real smart to play it. So, no matter how dumb they made him look, he's actually must be pretty smart. He's getting this stuff figured out. I mean, somewhere now, you, you're helping. I
0: him. find him to be incredibly non offensive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's all we ask these days. If yeah. you yeah. if you don't make us hate you, then we'll <laughs> like you. It's that simple. You know, he's no top banana girl, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um so this is a an interesting one. Exit. That's X dash IT uh boat. Uh puzzler we're gonna look at this week. Have you have you played this one in the past, Boaster?
0: Never, never. No, in had- fact, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit that I didn't understand what the name was trying to tell me until I was contemplating it late at night.
1: (laughs) Well, I do spell it different. Yeah. Um, So Exit uh, released a 95 uh, boat, uh, which explains a few things. Two discs. uh, This is a one-player game developed by an outfit called Data Design Systems. Uh, They were responsible for just a couple other titles, and I've never heard either one of them. Uh, Pinky and Zonked. Uh, which I I never heard, I don't know what those are, uh, and published by our good buddies at Psygnosis. Uh, mm-hmm. Psygnosis, uh, a lot of people forget, did publish some uh, puzzle games now and again. including Bill's Tomato Game. Um not
0: they also publish? Um, they didn't do Lemmings, did they?
1: Yeah, that was also them. That was yeah. Lemmings. Yeah, they did them. Um, this was coded by Richard Haskett, and uh, Stephen Bond, as far as I can tell, this is all I did on the Amiga. Uh, Graphics done by Marcus uh, Stringer, who did Pinky, and the music was done by Darren Wood, who also worked on Pinky. This was produced by Greg Duddle, and Greg Duddle actually worked on a lot of games we've played here at Boat, including uh, Benefactor, Bill's Tomato Game, Glodule, and Wiz and Liz.
0: We've played a lot of those. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, And, of course, this is an ECS-OCS joint, You know, I looked into this game to see uh, what kind of ports it had, and I read that it does have a DOS port. Yeah, I read that too. But I could not find any footage of the port, and found Hmm. very little information about it.
0: Sometime we'll have to fire it up on like ExoDOS or something.
1: I saw, I saw uh, music from it, you know, like on YouTube. But I didn't, which could you imagine? But I didn't see the game proper. So yeah, just for just for. Uh, for future reference, apparently the uh, it did exist. Um, <clears throat> I I didn't know anything about this data designs. Uh, so they had they were data design interactive. They they went to data design systems. According to Moby, they were active from eighty three to two thousand twelve. Which I wonder if that's just how long the webpage stayed up. <laughs> and they were in uh, uh, the West Midlands uh boat. okay have you been to the west midlands over there yeah that's
0: the that's the train station that i normally uh whenever i would go to to london i think uh-huh. i would take the west midlands line that's like the train company it
1: says here it's birmingham street how Zowen, h-a-l-e-s-o-w-e-n how so so anyway if you're anywhere near that you, you would know where that is that is i'm not familiar with it
0: that's where pixels of dawn is from apparently
1: oh look at that isn't that neat so it's
0: the Leicester area
1: so when this game comes up, I will say this. I do admire this about the game. It doesn't beat around the bush, does it? It comes no. up, and then you pick the... Le- it doesn't even give you anything. It just uh, you. It, it gives you a bunch of a pictures, silhouettes of different level sets, mm-hmm. and then you pick the level you want to play, and you go in. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty yeah. much all they do. What do you think about a game that just gets down to business like that? Well,
0: please? listen, they told you everything you needed to know in the manual. Uh-huh. Okay?
1: What did you read in the manual?
0: You're you're a dude, okay? And you're out, look at your your you're wearing your puffy jacket, your yeah. shorts and your high tops. You got your baseball cap on backwards and you're throwing up the horns, okay? Yeah. This is the prime uh stance of every Briton out on the town. He's a Sooners okay? fan, boat. Yeah, yeah, he's throwing up the horns, he's saying go OU. So, uh he is out and getting a curry, right? Mm. And he is kidnapped by aliens, okay? and the aliens want him to solve this series of puzzles. Okay. And so if he solves this series of puzzles, he's allowed to escape. I think the aliens are curious about the mental capacity of your average person on earth. And so they've chosen this, uh, this sort of uh denizen of the United kingdom. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So uh, that's it. That's the story.
1: Yeah, that's it. I, you know, I looked at the manual for this. I could only find one scan of this manual. I found the it's manual. It's the worst for... scan that's ever it, been it,
0: scanned in the history of scans.
1: I couldn't tell if I was like was this the flight piracy <laughs> or is this was this scanned like a hand scanner from like nineteen eighty three? You know, I was like, my god. So I tried to read some of the docs for this, but I was like, in they were unreadable. And No one's typed them out. So this is one of those games you just like, good luck, jerk. Um, so as we mentioned, this is a puzzle game. Uh, and what you're supposed to do here is just leave the level. Pretty simple. Uh, well, it seems simple until you start to play it. Um, I will tell you up front, full disclosure, Boat. Uh, and you, it's funny because someone mentioned that Aaron's not going to like this or Aaron's going to stink at this. I'm sad that people know me so well because I did I did not do well at this game. I did manage to beat... I did manage to get to the end of the first set of levels, I, which I was stunned I could get that far. But when I tried, I would go through the different levels and try them. And the one thing I do like about this game, it gives you the ability just to play different level sets, which is dandy. But okay, I, I didn't before do, do
0: before we go on, we should talk about what this game yeah, is. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this is a Sokoban clone. Okay, Sokoban. I don't know where it originated. The first time I ever played it was on the good old TI eighty five. Now
1: hold on a second. Before I want to, I got a question to ask you before you go on. <clears throat> This Sokoban was sort of a big deal a couple years ago, right? Like, everyone was playing it.
0: Well, like like 30 years ago I, when we were in high school. Did
1: it come back recently?
0: I don't think it ever went away.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. I remember hearing a lot of people talking about Sokoban a couple years ago, and I'm also going to make myself look dumb again. I had no idea what Sokoban was. I just didn't know. I knew I didn't do it, and so I still don't know what it is. So explain what it is to me.
0: Okay, so Sokoban is a game where you push uh you push boxes around in a room to uh to escape or depending on the game you either have to move the boxes to a certain location in the room uh to s- say like push switches to open a door uh-huh. or you just have to push the boxes out of the way so you can get to the exit. Okay. That is that's Sokoban.
1: All right. Okay, carry on there. Thank you.
0: Okay. So, in this game you uh you're you're playing sokoban except instead of just moving boxes around you're actually pushing box like objects into a hole in the into a hole uh, like holes in the ground so you can reach the exit of each room okay and uh this game does a lot of cute things to mix up the variety okay in your classic sokoban you're just pushing boxes around in this game You've got weights that you're moving around that will stop the boxes from moving. You've got boxes that will that will travel the entire width of uh, of a of a um, of of the room. So you've got to set up these sort of weights in front of them to to stop them. Uh, you've got ice to contend with. You've got water. You've got, uh, there are explosives. So imagine if not only do you have to move a box, but you have to move a piece of dynamite with a certain, with a, with a blow, with a clicking down fuse to blow up an area so you can move the boxes. There are tons and tons and tons of variety of, uh, of, of boxes and obstacles that you have teleporting to move in this game. There's teleporting yeah. stuff. Uh, it's really, uh, you know, that you can't accuse these guys of sort of mailing in a Sokoban clone. I really believe that they've done all you can do with this style of game. They've pushed the the limits of the genre as far as you can.
1: They also, you know, now again, having, have you, could you, were there games like video games uh, that are notable that use this formula in the past boat that you could think of on top of your head?
0: Sokoban.
1: So. well, they sure made me look dumb. Thanks, Boat. I uh, mean,
0: it's like, were there elements of Pipe Dreams in any other game? Well, yeah, there's been tons of Pipe Dreams clones, but Pipe Dreams is the game. It's the game that defined the genre, to use an ARG term.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, the uh, uh, I've got to say, you know, these uh, for me, these little slide puzzles, I when I first started playing this game, when it first came up and I figured out what I was doing, I was like, oh, man. Look at this. This is one of these things. You know, I didn't know what the formal name was. But, uh, the I, you know, and of course, I will say I also use save states many, many times. Because I would, otherwise, I would just fail. Because I failed over and over and over when I did these levels. It's not like I just sat down and cranked out 15 levels. It took forever. But, there, it is, it doesn't get in the way of itself. I will say that. The graphics are attractive. Your clearly defined goal is there like you don't have any trouble trying to figure out what you're supposed in terms of like where you're supposed to go you know what everything is i like that hey the music in this was real good too wasn't it
0: the music well the music is, is it's good yeah, yeah the music is good um can i can i give you my rundown of things that i liked and things that i don't Yeah, go
1: like? ahead boat and we'll i'll chime in after you're done
0: okay so things that i like the graphics are are great you know this is this is uh I would say this is a console quality graphical release for 1995. If you're talking about a 16-bit puzzle game for this genre, you yeah. know the the obvious comparisons are things like Lemmings, things like Pushover. This fits right in with all of that. It's
1: stuff. not taxing, though. I mean, you're not. This is, we're not looking at Shadow of the Beast here either. So it's not no, no. Taxing. I mean, it, yeah. you
0: don't really want that in a game, right? Like
1: right. I understand.
0: Um. I thought I like all the extra touches. Like you're in this alien ship and you have things like computer terminals and stuff like that. I think those are neat graphical touches. What I would have liked even more is if those things actually did stuff. So it would be cool is like if you like, for example, as a midpoint through the stage. uh, If you access the computer terminal, maybe the computer terminal gives you a power up or maybe that's your save point. Uh, that leads me to my next thing that I didn't like. This game desperately, desperately cries out for a judiciously applied undo button. Uh, I realize <laughs> you can't have you can't have unlimited undos because that would destroy the game. but giving you one or two a level because this game the, the controls I found to be a little bit touchy. Uh, sometimes you'll you'll be pushing a box and you'll just go too far. And you can't yeah. pull a box in this game, yeah. Uh, so you're screwed, and then you have to start over. And a lot of these more complex levels, uh, you are you, you're setting things up, you're setting things into motion that take a while to do. And so, uh, you know, and part of part of this type of a game is being aware of that and, and being aware that like, okay, this, this level is going to take me 10 minutes of setup and it's going to take me, you know, 10 minutes of trial and error, then 10 minutes of setting up the things to put the pieces in place to where I can actually do it. Um, And, uh, and if you're a fan of these types of games, you know what you're in for. Uh, I is, is somebody that is not particularly a fan of this type of game to sit down and play on my computer. Uh, I would have appreciated just as a time saver, the ability to, if you push a block too far, either give you a limit, really just say like you've got a, a certain amount of strength, you know, and you've got a limited amount of pulls where if you accidentally push a box too far, you can pull it back one or something like that. Yeah, Um
1: that probably would break a lot of the puzzles, though, being able to do that. Well,
0: here's the thing in this game you essentially have unlimited continues because you get a password to you. The the game doesn't make sense from a lot of perspectives. First of all, you have a life meter and a time meter. Yeah. To me, these are useless and they shouldn't be in the game.
1: I don't know. The time Um, one screwed me a bunch of times.
0: (laughs) In in a game where they give you a password where you can instantly get back to where you are, it's like you got to choose one or the other. You know, if you're making this a like how far can you get type game, don't give me a level code. You know, or give me a level code every five levels, you know, but they've put all the levels in front of you. You have your level select and then the stage select within it, which is what I would want, in which case this game just needs to be your traditional puzzle game where you shouldn't have a time limit. You shouldn't have a health meter. You should just be able to get in there. If you can do it, you can do it. If you can't restart and try it again.
1: You know, I I assumed that the because the life meter didn't come into play too much during the first 15 levels. I assumed at some point uh, going forward, it would become more of a factor that where I just didn't get that. Well,
0: there are levels where you start out with not a whole lot of life and then you pick up a heart, you know, and I think that in these early stages, they're essentially trying to explain the game. One thing I will say about this game is the difficulty curve is perfect. They Mm -hmm. hold your hand. And I am a man that likes to have his hand held. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, they show you exactly what every single mechanic does. They give you a real easy level or two to show you how it works and then once the levels do start to ramp up you feel prepared for them this game is great in that regard um
1: I, I and needed it, my hand to be held and p- perhaps I need to be picked up to be honest with you maybe hoisted up and, and cuddled like a child mm-hmm, because I, yeah. I've had m- way more trouble I don't know if I've got the right kind of brain for these sort of games these well this is puddles. a game
0: this is a game that when I was a kid and I was in math class And I was not doing well in math class, I would fire up old Sokoban, and that would give me some entertainment to get through the class. I am of the persuasion where I would never sit down and play this game on my own accord. If I had other games to play, this is just not my preferred genre of game, but in terms of the calculator style games, this is, this is number one with a bullet. I would much rather play a game like this than one of those, like, you know, endless runner type games that were so popular on the TI-85 or drug wars or something like that. This is one of these things where it's, it gives you just enough mental uh, stress to take your mind off whatever mundane activity or whatever class that you don't care about, you're in.
1: Yeah, I can understand what you're saying. It just, it's I guess also this is one of those games that's going to appeal to certain people. Just like a lot of yeah. puzzle games are like yeah. that. Yeah, and I will say uh, now again, it's it's not one that appeals to me personally, but the uh, I like how quick you could get into it. I like that you could, if like you get to a point where you screwed up, you can just hit escape, and it just lets you, you know. Of course, you lose a, a, tra- a chance, but you mm-hmm. get to go again. Because uh, I did that a lot. Uh, I could have done without the timer, and, but I mean, I, I mean, again, I and it didn't come into play all that much, except I was really puzzled. I just sent it like an idiot, mm-hmm. but I can. I'm assuming that comes into play more later as well. Uh, but uh, for what it is, I it's 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 uh, well done and polished looking. I like the tunes. I like the look of it. I, I, the control, you're right. I will say, I, I and I'm not sure it's the game's fault exactly. I guess maybe it is. Sometimes you, it's easy to push those little barrels uh, over one thing too far or whatever, and when you do that, you're boned.
0: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. So it's when, an instant reset.
1: Yeah, and so and then you're and then you have to, you lose a chance right there. Uh, I found the game both frustrating and tedious, if you want the truth. It's not the game's fault really. It's just that this type of game uh um you have to think way far ahead and you have to you know I think people that are good at these sorts of games it's like chess. These are people that have are have conditioned their brains to understand this stuff, and for us laymen that come in, we always have trouble. And this one was one I could tell right away. I'm like, man, this is gonna I'm gonna struggle with this. Now, with all that said, I did like the little facets that they added. Uh, that and I, I it, this is the kind of game that after you figure out what to do, you feel like an idiot sometimes. And there was a couple levels mixed in where that because you'll go through like you said a ton of moves. You're like, man, I got to do a lot of stuff to get out of here. And then there's some levels that are, I don't know, I want to say they're a little bit cheeky where they, there's only a couple moves, mm-hmm. and if you do them right, you can get out pretty quick. And it's always, that's always gratifying to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can do that, and you, you know, probably know what I'm talking about yeah. I'm the first 15. Yeah. And so it's nice to buzz past one real quick because you, you need the, I needed the psychological boost, frankly, uh, to get past the, the other harder ones where I had to struggle so much. I, like I said, I did use save states on this because I didn't feel like, you know, have to start up back at level one or, you know, whatever. I like to just go right again. Mm-hmm. I, was, like, I, like, I would, I'd I like, want to see this thing where it just doesn't make you start over, to be honest with you. I mean, you've got the level codes. But like I said, I, why bother even with that stuff? I don't mind the groupings and stuff, but, I mean, just let you just well, – why have a, a limited amount of tries? Just let you try until you get it. That's the way I right. look at it. But I right. guess it's something to, to extend the longevity of the game. I mean, it's a pretty long game. It's got like a hundred. Well, you also,
0: you also have a score and I think that, you know, I don't know who would play this type of of game for a high score, uh, but it is on there if you want to, if you want to go that way.
1: Yeah. It's 120 levels boat.
0: You get your money's worth.
1: And you also get these, (laughs) how stunned were you at the bonus level? I yeah. was pawned. It's yeah. like a, it's like a, you're in like a, uh, well, the one I got to, I don't know, they really may change, but you're in like a fighter, uh, like yeah, a fighter it's, spaceship. It's a, it's, a, it's
0: a, a no fail, collect them up, uh high speed vertical shooter yeah. type thing where you're just, you're you just running coins. over stuff. Yeah, you yeah. collect coins. That's it's a cool, cool thing, you know. I would have liked to have seen those a little bit more often. And I would have also liked to have seen, um a little bit more variety within the stages instead of giving you you know 15 levels of the exact same background music and the exact same background palette maybe every other you know each level you once you pass a level you get a new song and maybe you still only have four songs but at least you're cycling through them a little bit more regularly because that music did start to i did mute the music after a time
1: but i mean i like the tune the music it was a good tune yeah yeah yeah. um uh... Believe it or not, of course, we mentioned that there was a port of this game, but we haven't seen. There was actually, from what I read, there was an outfit that did a sort of like a, a, a remake of this called X-It Again, mm-hmm. and this was on uh, Windows uh, Pentium 3, so it shows you the, around when it was out, and it was from an outfit called Puzzle House Finland, so if you feel like looking that up, uh, there you go. Uh, you Look can, it up, you can, Lob. Yeah, there you go. Um <clears throat> You know, I uh, I wondered how well this would have reviewed in and because you know coming out in in ninety five, there was still some pretty decent stuff out, and this I'd be interested to hear what you where you would score this, but I can tell you what the people scored it. Uh, Lemon gave this a seven point seven four, so I'd say that's a pretty good score.
0: I'd say that's low. Uh,
1: Amiga Action, well they were the highest one, well the highest ones. Amiga Action gave it a seventy six. Amiga Computing a seventy. Amiga is seventy nine. Amiga form. Here, here's Power. what
0: I think. Here's yeah. what I think. Remember when you did Super Swiv way, way back on ARG?
1: Yeah, like last weekend or yeah. Right.
0: Um, and you couldn't understand why the magazine reviews were so low. Right. I think this is another casualty of nineteen, you know, the mid nineties. We're getting into that three D era, and if a game came out and it sort it sort of looked like an old school arcade game, or it sort of looked like an old school eight bit micro game, yeah, people okay. were more inclined to rate it lower than a game that has a lot of flax, you know, flashy three D pixels and, and stuff like
1: that. And by the way, I want to mention this has just popped up. The video we're using for the show this week, straight from Pixel at Dawn Gamings. Yeah. Uh, YouTube channel. So if you don't have Pixels at Dawn added to your subscribe list, get on over there because Pixels has got some good stuff on there. Anyway, to finish up on my uh, on these reviews, uh, Amiga Power gave it an 80, which is the high mark. CU Amiga, they didn't like this game, 58%. They really wow. they killed it. The average magazine rating 73, so it, the average magazine rate was even lower than the lemon score uh, of 77. So Uh, yeah, I think what you just said is probably spot on, uh, but what did the, uh, did we get any discord action on this?
0: Tons, tons of discord action. So start things off with Pajaco, the, uh, uh, reviewer of all things. He says, (laughs) uh, a take on classic Sokoban exit is one of those games that will have you cursing, crying, and possibly even soiling yourself a little. Ooh. But despite all of that, you'll go back for more. <laughs> I don't know. That? If I soiled myself, I would not go <laughs> no, back No,
1: I would quit immediately, <laughs> and I'd go to the doctor.
0: <laughs> some of the puzzles are quite mind-bending and took a few tries to work out.
1: A few? It's not always
0: it's not always clear what the pickups are, and sometimes you can mess up a level without realizing, so some kind of notification would have been good. Actually, that that's probably true. As soon as you move a block and the computer knows you're screwed, you should just get a sign that says you're screwed. Yeah, you Sword know, over. the
1: thing is, that's something about these games that make me nervous just like chess like you Mm. can move one thing and you're screwed the second you come on you're screwed that's right that's right
0: Uh, but none of those stop this game from being fun and very playable the only thing I would change is having bonus points for completing levels efficiently rather than having energy and timers and a continue option would have been quite nice too with great graphics and music, Exit is a game that could easily work on console and 8-bit micros, so get porting, homebrewers. Not, pr- not perfect, but it has that just one more go quality, 8 out of 10. Mm. Lobstorminator writes, A game from the very tail end of the Amiga's lifespan that I had not played before, but found myself enjoying quite a bit. I did not get too far into the game, but the puzzle started to challenge my few remaining brain cells nicely. Each level introduced new mechanisms well and I didn't have trouble understanding new items when they appeared. The timer mechanism added an unnecessary layer of difficulty when the problems alone surely would have been enough. This game would have not blown anyone's mind in 1995 but it's nice enough. It's a nice enough brain teaser. 7.5 out of 10. Pixels of Dawn writes, As you may know, I'm something of an Amiga puzzle connoisseur. This is a game I strongly remember picking up in big box style from the shelves of Electronics Boutique in sunny Wolverhampton and taking home with me on the bus. It's not fancy, it's not massively innovative, but it is a really solidly made Sokoban clone with appealing visuals, a good difficulty curve, and music that I am still humming 27 years later. As with any good puzzle game, it introduces concepts to the player gradually, but can still catch you out with the basics if you're not careful. I think many people may have missed this as it's a later release, but I can tell you I loved it back then and I still do now. Could do without the timer and lives as always, but level codes mitigate this somewhat. Exit. It's just solid, enjoyable fun without really any flaws. 9 out of 10. Mm. And finally, Benz writes, a fun puzzler that is very much in the style of puzzle games of the time. I played a ton of Chips Challenge on my Atari Lynx, and there are some similar themes here. It's effective and inoffensive and achieves what it sets out to do. Graphics are fine, difficulty curve is about right, and as mentioned, the time and energy meters are an unnecessary added level of hassle. A fine title without breaking any new ground or doing anything out of the ordinary. Well worth a couple hours of your time. 7 out of 10.
1: Yeah, Chips Challenge is an excellent referral. That's a that's another one that i everyone I know loved. And I mm-hmm. thought it was a well done game that I sucked at and never played. <laughs> but mm. I, t- I tried, Boat. I tried. Um, you know, some people may be so inclined as to buy as to purchase this game, Boat. Mm. And our and it is available from our good friends at the old eBay. Uh I saw the discs. Now I didn't see these sold, but the discs I saw two sets of discs each going for thirty eight US dollars each for the discs. That's a wow. right. I yeah. saw a sealed copy of this available boat. If you've got if you're one of these people that are perfectionists, you want it sealed. Uh three hundred and forty-four US bucks. That's a big mm. money. I didn't see any of these non-sealed completed box for sale, but I saw one that had sold recently. So if you hang out and wait, you may be able to find it for the low, low price of somewhere in the ballpark of twenty five to thirty US dollars. So that, you, there's a chance you can get it cheap. I don't know if I'd yeah. pay thirty eight bucks for just the discs. For this game, no, but and I wasn't the box on this, I don't like it. It's not, mm. it it ain't for a psychosis game, it's ugly, (laughs) really.
0: All right, Aaron, let's leave, exit, let's exit.
1: Good one, boat. I like what you did there. Uh, thank you. Only took me two tries. (laughs) Listen, no one's counting, boat. (laughs) So, we had a good week this week, uh, Boatster, uh, of releases uh gosh i'm trying to think where we were last week with this so let's go ahead and start with uh five with uh our conversations from the dark side we had this gosh was it just a week ago boat it was just a this? week ago today oh my god it seems like a thousand years ago but yes uh we're once a year oh, Halloween. You're, you're getting ready to watch
0: me walk out in my batman yeah. costume if you're watching Full screen home, that bad boy
1: if you're watching at home this bo will be coming there i am bam <laughs> Batman after a six day bender—that's what he looks like. <laughs> but uh, we did have a conversation to the dark side. Our once a year Halloween spectacular. We we just said the heck with it. We released on the main channel this year, and uh, it was myself, uh, Mister Flack, Rob Flack O'Hara, and of course the boat and the Brent stopped in. And we also had uh, uh, a few submissions uh, to read as well. Uh, Mitsuyama uh, had, had an interesting tale on a Ouija board. Uh, we had a good time, Boat. I, I really enjoyed the parts of this where you talked about the spirit houses. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really yeah. like, cool. Oh, there's you drinking some coffee. There,
0: for a big a big chunk of this, yeah. I am large and in charge on the screen.
1: Well, yeah, because you had the most interesting thing I think uh, we heard that night, which was about these. This was great. I really enjoyed this. If you, listen, let's say you don't like Halloween stuff or you're not into the ghosts and whatnot. But you want to learn about some interesting cultural things from Thailand? This is the show for you. This could have been a history show or something, but We should change the name. Uh, yeah. So anyway, if you're into—I mean, Halloween's over—but if you're into this sort of thing, pop on over and check it out. I, it's done better than I thought it would, frankly. If you want the honest truth, so good for that. Um, and thanks for everyone that tuned out live uh, to watch it. We did, tuned out is right. Tuned in, <laughs> Well, you have to tune out before you watch it. That's part of it. Uh, It actually did pretty good on Twitch as well. Uh, Let's talk about myself and the Brent. Uh, Speaking of SWIV, the game that we played months ago, we played it this week uh, on uh, ARG Presents. The game, uh, the category this week was European Exclusives Boat. And I did indeed pick Mega SWIV for the Mega Drive. Uh, me and you played Swiv on this show uh, mm-hmm. long ago. We did
0: Swiv and Silkworm on the same episode. We both... both that
1: was dumb. What Because we, yeah. they really have nothing to do with each other, except for the fact that they're both Silkworm-based. Uh, but uh, this was Mega Swiv, so you know it's gold mm-hmm. on the Mega Drive. A European exclusive. I, I actually Man, look
0: this. how fast that moves.
1: Yeah, it moves pretty good. I think Swiv on the Amiga is probably better, but there are mm-hmm. good things and bad things. And then... Uh, uh, the Brent picked a god-awful game. Game <laughs> over. And boy, is that the appropriate name for this dog on the C64. This thing is well-known for its super incredibly l- luscious and delightful mega-hot chick on the cover of the box. She's also on the loading screen. And uh, Brent did the research and found out that, that that picture was off of an old heavy metal magazine. That's the way you do it, Boat. Just get the magazine cover. But if you want to see me and the Brent wax on about the old European exclusives this week. Boy, that
0: sure does have... You are not wrong. That's got the the typical C64 lovely color palette. Oh, trust
1: me. Brent brought that up. Did you see the... What do you see? The outdoor parts. They're as brown (laughs) and uh, lumpy. as just lets right up your alley. Like how
0: much more brown could it be? It
1: could be real brown. (laughs) So that... (laughs) And that's all we've got on the main channel this week. Now... The stream team got a lot of action this week. If you want to head over to the Amigo stream team, we'd love to have you sign up uh, on this bad boy. Uh, Happy Coding was back. He's back in action, Boat. We love Happy. Happy's produced quite a few good games. In fact, I got one right here. The old Chase Maxim right here, which he Mm. ported over to the ZX Spectrum. He also did a Christmas game. Uh, What was that snowball game from last year? Snowed Under. Snowed Under. Great game. Also Asteroids. And Happy, of course, does a programming stream every week. Uh, this is the October thirteenth uh, version. Uh, we run them a couple weeks behind so people can catch up. Uh, and if you want to check out Happy, and he'll give you tips. He usually has a guest star on who will uh, uh, help him out. That's a really interesting episode coming up, where I believe he told me he had like a, a comic book artist or something. that actually does some art on the show while he's doing oh, programming wow. stuff. Yeah, it's a That's really, super cool. Should be really good. Um, and. Our other good friend that posts all the time on the old uh, on the old Amigo stream team, our good buddy Forty Eight K Josh, this time out, uh, this is in between uh, bouts with the BBC. This is the uh, Gateway PC. He puts together the PC here and then goes to work playing with the old Gateway. Uh, now, now I believe
0: that this is this is the Gateway that he purchased from me. I this believe, was my old it, yeah. Is that
1: what this is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great, boat. I think
0: I actually think. may no, it's not. If that's if that's what that is, it's totally not. That's a keyboard. Not, right right there.
1: Let's let's see if we can rewind back to where he actually shows the actual computer. If here. this is that
0: 486. That thing. Oh, yeah, this is, this is it. This is this he bought this for me at Boatfest.
1: See, look at Boatfest. It's the it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it uh, is. man. Uh but he gets in here and you know, uh 48k RAM is not just going to be like not going to fire it up and run like the system Checker, He's going to get into it and get in some trouble. So he actually runs some PC demos on this thing, which are pretty cool. Uh And he also messes around with a few other things. <clears throat> a lot of fun. I will say next week on 48K Ram is the sort of, I think this is the season finale. This is to look forward to. I'll be posting it next week where he actually fixes that BBC and you get to, and fools around with it, and does some other stuff. Very cool. So, that I've actually watched that. It was really good. These are all, I like all this stuff. So, if you're into this sort of thing, hop on over to Amigo's stream team. It's sort of our sister channel uh, for streams. I should also mention, Boat, uh, that uh, coming up in the next couple weeks, you know, uh, last week, uh, after Conversation from the Dark Side, I sat in on a three-hour Vampire the Masquerade RPG session.
0: I am going to be watching the heck and, out and of this when gonna this be, drops. That's
1: going to be going up on the Amigo Stream team. I think it goes up in the next few days, uh, and uh, uh, it, there is a little bit of adult language in there, but it's not that bad. Who is
0: who? Who was part of this? It was you. It and was Dale myself, David. And... Uh, it was
1: David. Uh, David Z uh, was in there. Uh, myself and Pat uh, Spartan uh, was in there uh who am i forgetting here help me out chud uh, uh, no he wasn't in there uh well it was me david z and Gosh, god turned to goo here i'll tell with texas foosballer texas foosballer. big tex was okay. in there as well and so and we had a, a real good time and by the way this is a fully enclosed adventure three hours we'll talk more about it when it posts uh, all but right it's coming up but
0: all right aaron what do we got coming up next week on Amigos? Are you
1: excited next for next week's show, Boat?
0: I'm ready, man.
1: Let's see what we got here, Boat. Oh, man. F15 Strike Eagle 2. Now, you know, here's something. Here's a little tidbit for you, Boat. I played the uh, Super Nintendo version of this on ARG. I doubt no, there'll be much of a, really? a similarity between the two. Because, huh. Yeah, but they're... I,
0: I, do, I do not recollect that episode whatsoever. Well, what get, was the topic that We week? get
1: that a lot, Boat. I think it was Microprose <laughs> Games. And so ah, I was okay. desperately trying to not play a real one. And right. so was Brett, by the way, because he picked something <laughs> equally as lame on a console. So we did our best to avoid getting too deep into it. I have played the original F-15 Strike Eagle, so, but I don't think I ever played the sequel. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that because I really remember enjoying the first one, Boat.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, congratulations to uh, Rolly, uh for, for uh, oh, uh, having his game finally selected. You know, in the Amigos Game Selection Committee, I want to read from you a passage. Uh, written here it looks like a uh, rollo uh, nominated he's nominated uh two two uh two games this one has just lost out in the polls more times than picks who's our agsc chair can count it finally got voted in by the by the committee uh so congratulations to roley for getting his game in i'm looking for you know it's been a while since we've done a proper flight sim aaron
1: you know uh I, i'm right there with you i'm looking forward to it i think the last one we did was uh was it a helicopter
0: yeah well yeah i yeah i don't count helicopter it's not a real flying craft
1: you know role row is a i mean listen i know a lot of people don't know but role is a double genius i mean legitimate yeah. genius legitimate like, top genius. shelf professor style mm-hmm. and so just having this guy around makes me feel both simultaneously smarter and dumber uh, yeah. just so i'm glad to see he got something in and this should be i'm sure he's a better hand at this than we're gonna be that's for darn sure
0: all right we play you out this evening with our uh list of spectacular patrons our twitch subscribers um as always if you want to support amigos head on over to Patreon.com/slash and uh, you can do so. It gives you access to our Discord server, as well as many, many other things. Uh, and uh, enjoy some uh, the the haunting love theme from Exit.
1: Boy, the haunting Exit love theme. Does that mean love is leaving? I think it does. <laughs> it's
0: like my life.
1: <laughs> Please get it out. <laughs> Just take it home, boat. Adios, I can't take everyone. it home.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess we are going yes! to take it out. It's I credits. forgot how we took it out. Yeah, because we're being played out. But you... uh, I was completely lost. I didn't know where we were in the show. I was getting ready to start the Amiga News theme again. You... Here we go, everybody. We'll see you next time. And until then, ah, yeah. adios. Yeah.